I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. All right, Sam, let's get to college football. What happened with Clemson this week? It was a pretty close game, but I feel like towards the end we kind of pulled away and Travis Etienne kind of got going, and I feel like we deserve to be the number one team still. So I feel like. So are you – so – Okay. So you guys, you played Miami already. Who was they were number eight, and you play Notre Dame in two weeks. You guys play any other ranked teams? Let me pull um, that up real quick. Because, like, are you worried about if if you lose to Notre Dame, you could miss the playoffs with one loss? I don't think so because we already beat one ranked team and then other potential ranked teams. So even if we lose to um, Notre Dame. So you're saying unless uh, unless Notre Dame goes undefeated, I think if we lose to them, we still have a shot at the playoff. Yeah, it's just slimmer. Yeah, uh, UNC. It was a really great game, really great bounce back game after that loss yeah. to Florida State. Um, but we won every quarter. Javante Williams had three touchdowns <laughs> after. I mean, he dropped the ball last yeah. week. It's pretty terrible, but. Um, really good bounce back win, and um, we actually moved down in the polls with Oregon joining the AP top twenty five. I think they start in a couple weeks. The Pac twelve, yeah, but I don't agree with that. The main thing I wanted to talk about was the was the two point conversion. We're gonna slow. I'm gonna slow it down and go like frame by frame. It looks like so on the field it was ruled. Um, a touchdown, but they didn't confirm it because they said it was inconclusive. I'm just going to watch the play one more time. Okay. Cause it looks, I mean it in real time, it looks like the ball hit the pylon first. Yeah. I think it, I'm trying to slow it down. I but, think it is a touch or I think it is. I think it, cause I mean, that's basically there. Is it two yeah, point conversion? I think, I think it, it should have – I think it was the right call for it to stand because it's like his knee, his elbow, and his torso never touched the ground. So that rules that out. Yeah, but – And then yeah. I feel like – The people are t- – the main – I feel like if the ball hits the pylon, then that essentially makes it so it may cross the plane, so – Yeah, well, people are saying that the ball touched out of bounds right. before it hit the pylon, but, I mean, I think it's too inconclusive to tell. So Penn State, they're, they're, I mean, they're pretty much no have no chance of getting into the playoff. They still yeah. got to play Ohio State. I think they'd have to win out. And, I mean, they already yeah. have one loss. But Indiana, no? Uh, I don't know about Indiana. Yeah, I mean, but at least now Indiana's – at least Indiana now is ranked, and um, but that's really tough for them. But a really great yeah. game, and um, 
But when we come back, we'll be talking with Jack Cole about the World Series. All right, next for the World Series segment, we're going to have Jack Cole come on to talk about the World Series. Hello. Hello. Hey, Jack. How's it going? Pretty good. How's it going, Dean? Um, so just tell me how you feel about the Dodgers going up 3-2. I uh, feel pretty good about it. You know, I'm confident for going into game six. You only have to win one out of the two next games. So That's right. It's a um, good position to be in. Do you think – how scared would you be if it went to a game seven? Like what percentage drop would you think like of the percentage of what they're going to win right now compared to if they lost game six? I would say right now we would have a probably a sixty six percent chance of winning it all. Okay. Right now, um, and if we lose this next game, it drops to fifty fifty. All right. So the real the real big point of this whole World Series is the game four, and I'm just going to play the audio clip of it right now. All right, so were you watching Game 4 when it happened? I was watching, and I was up with my dad. We were watching the game, and it was just heartbreak. Wow. Um, Sam, if you pull up um, Miles Harb, one of our friends, I mean, he just attacked you. It was a little bit incriminating. At Let me see here. Um, he said at 12.25 p.m. a.m., I'm sorry. He asked how that was going to happen. And then Reed Weichel also said the Dodgers lost because they're terrible. And other people were saying the catcher, George's time in the dugout after the game. Uh, the NL is weak. Um, there was a lot of things going around. But, and people said the Rays are going to win in seven. But, I mean, now, I mean, they, I guess they didn't know what was going to happen in game five, but um, what a crazy ending to that game. And um, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yep. All right. Um, so, Sam, what were you thinking about game four? Well, I thought it was pretty crazy just because that's just something that you never see, you know? And – for it to happen in the World Series is just even crazier. So, yeah, I mean, um, that catcher. I'm pretty sure he didn't. He didn't play again. I mean, in the game previously, they're thinking about they took him out last game. But I mean, just I to have to. two errors in that play, and well, good luck to the Dodgers, and um, so they can pull it out uh, tonight. But um, that's going to be it for the World Series segment. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about the NFL and a little game about the NFC East.
And we're back um, with the National Football League. It was a pretty exciting week uh, this week. Yeah. Um, but the Panthers, with yet another loss to the Saints, um, the it was a pretty good game for both offenses. Yeah, yeah. But the Panthers, I don't know what Teddy Bridgewater was thinking because we had we were going to have like a 47-yard field goal. And, I mean, he just took like a 10-yard sack. But Joey Sly, he almost, had, he almost made the longest field goal in NFL history. He was about, I don't know, two inches short. But the Panthers lose again, and that drops us back down to um, – Three and four. I hope we can bounce back next week against the Falcons, but they're looking pretty terrible right now, so I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. Did the uh, the then the Titans they had a chance to tie the game, right? Yeah. But failed. Yeah, it's that um, Steven Goskowski that he's he was here for the Patriots for a long time. Yeah. And um, so you guys. Stay Only undefeated team left in the league. Are you worried? Are you worried? What what percentage are you giving the Steelers to make the playoffs now? A hundred percent. The Steelers are making the playoffs. A hundred percent. Let me look at. Let me look at. Um, I might. I'll reference this a lot. Five thirty-eight. It's a uh, tool. It's this guy named Nate Silver. He he does it. It's most people mostly use it for like elections, but. Um, he also does all the leagues too. I'm gonna see what the Panthers and Steelers percentages are making the playoffs once it loads. All right. But um, yeah, so the Panthers winning the NFC South right now. It's not looking good. It's the Bucks. They're um, five and two. They're gonna be pretty scary. All right, here it is. The Steelers have a ninety-eight percent chance to make the playoffs and a fifty-four percent chance to win their division. Hmm. The Panthers have a nine percent chance to make the playoffs and a two oh, percent wow. chance to win the division. Ouch. <clears throat> so not looking good for the Panthers. Yeah. I mean I don't know. I feel like we're playing well. It's just we kinda don't really know how to close out games yet as a team. But I'm excited for the future. And we got to talk about the Seahawks with the Cardinals. I mean, that holding call really, really cost the Seahawks there. It was at, I think, DK Metcalf. He scored with like two minutes left in overtime, but it got called back. And the very next play, the Cardinals got a pick. So now. Isaiah Simmons, baby. When the Cardinals, they got to have. Yeah. So the Cardinals are now up to a 66% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah. But the Seahawks are still at 83%, so things are looking good there. Mm-hmm. But um, the main thing I wanted to talk about for the NFL was this game we're going to do. It's for the NFC East. And so how it works is every week we're going to pick who we think – same, you can go to the document. Every week you're going to pick who you think is going to win the division. And you can change it from week to week. And whoever picks the winner the most times wins – so I got the standings right here. No team is even close to 500. This might be the worst division I think the NFL's ever seen. Yeah. But I this week agree. I'm going to go with the I got I got the Eagles this week. That's my first pick. But um they got the Cowboys next and I think if they beat the Cowboys 
get back to three and four and one, they could potentially, potentially get over five hundred. I think right now, Sam, who are you gonna pick? I think the Washington football team. They're looking good right now, but kind of cheap shot against Andy yeah, Dalton and the. Um, that was pretty brutal. Yeah. Ouch. But they're looking pretty I mean, good. The Giants are terrible. Yeah. And Dallas. Dallas, right they're they're. I think they're in the them in New York. Are, even though Dallas is tied for second, I think they're a bigger mess than the football team. So I got the Eagles. Who are you gonna pick? I think the Washington football team right now, just because Dallas is such a beat up team, and then. The Giants are off. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, um, that's going to be it for the NFL. Coming up next, we're going to look at the early, way too early rankings for college basketball and the NBA. So there's a quick little wrap-up here. We're going to look at the early rankings for college basketball and the NBA. Sam, why don't you get us started with college basketball? So our Carolina Tar Heels – Right now at number fifteen, yep. I think that's a little. I think that's lofty. a good spot. Really, I don't know. After last year, seems just a little yeah. lofty. Last year was a little bit of a disaster. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want to be number one, and then like kind of what happened when we lost to Wofford when we were, I think we were number three in the country, when we lost early. I mean that. Yeah, that really hurt, but. I don't think that fifteen. I don't think fifteen is a bad spot to be in at all. Yeah, and, and we have a lot of returning have, veterans like Garrison Brooks and yeah. Armando. So they're saying our projected starting lineup is Caleb Love, Anthony Harris, Leaky Black, Armando Bacot, and Garrison Brooks. Glad I don't not think. To see, I don't think that's gonna be. I'm glad Cole not Anthony was kind of. Yeah, he's not he's not a very good three free throw shooter though. That cost us that Duke game last year. But um, yeah, I think, think he'd be good. That I don't think that our team was really all that bad that last year. I think Cole Anthony was kind of a black hole. He kind of just sucked up all the shots and really, really cost our team a lot of games in the stretch. But um, yeah, Garrison, he just divisive. He wasn't a team player. And that showed I think if Armando Baycott, yeah, um, I think Armando Baycott can um, get up to about fifteen points per game. Leaky Black get up to about ten points. Anthony Harris get up to about ten points, and Caleb Love come in with with our leading score. I think um, we could really make some noise. But uh, some other notable teams: the Wildcats of Kentucky are at twelve. Um, they're, they looks like they're gonna have four freshmen in the starting lineup. Um, the Duke Blue Devils are number nine with three freshmen. So hold on, let's see what Baylor's starting lineup is. They have all returning players. Wow, I mean, I just I would I don't keep up like college with college wrestle like I should, but. Yeah, me neither. I wasn't expecting this. And then 
Um, we go to the NBA side. Uh, the Lakers, obviously, they're going to be at the top. I am concerned about how much money Anthony Davis is going to get because the, mm-hmm. the Lakers could give him a ton of money and a bunch of their you know role players, which really stepped up big for them, like Rajon Rondo and um, Alex Caruso could leave. Um, but the Clippers yeah. at two, but uh, we'll see how that works out because they really blew it this year in the playoffs. Um, Milwaukee at three. Obviously, this is people are saying this will be their last year with Giannis. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but um, I think they deserve that spot. Denver at four, Dallas at five, Golden State at six. Sam, who is your? I never really decided who your NBA team is. Well, it kind of bounces around, but I mean, I don't really so, follow NBA, but I guess the Hornets. Or the Bulls. Or Let's see where the like Hornets that. are at. Oh, no. The 30th? Hornets are 20, 27th. Ouch. <laughs> not a 30th, no. They're not as bad as the Knicks, but um, we did play. We just couldn't score last year. And you know what? I'm a little bit optimistic. We got the number three pick. But um, that's going to about do it for this episode one of Carter and Lowry podcast. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to do this every week uh, with episodes coming out on Tuesday um, give us some ideas um, I had the idea where we were going to get a bunch of people what would you say? Monday it's Mondays oh yeah it doesn't right. matter though. we get a bunch of people together and um, we kind of have a poll you know each week we ask a question to bring insight just to have like 15 people on a poll but uh just let us know and uh thanks for listening